0: There. I'm Varia, and I'm the Director of Marketing at Content Stack. When I started here, I discovered something interesting that tied all of our customers together, a character trait. And that is that they all seem to be people in relentless pursuit of doing things better at work. They refuse to go along with things the way that they've always been done. They push for something that's maybe a little scary and definitely different because they know that it's better and they refuse to settle for that's good enough. And I thought, damn, I wish I were more like that. None of us really want to do average status quo, good enough work. And yet there's so much of it out there. You know what I mean? Bland corporate emails, bad site copy, Sales messages that are clearly copy and pasted from one person to the next. And then every once in a while, we see something that stops us in our tracks because it is so much better. And there are people behind those things, and I want to find them. And I want them to tell me, how do they do better? Is there a secret to their magic, or is it just the way they are? How do they even define better or know it when they have it? And what can they teach me about doing better myself? This is What Could Be Better. Today, I bring you the story of my friend Ivo, who faced a pretty tricky challenge.
1: My name is Ivo Bronsveld, and I'm head of integrations at Commerce Tools.
0: Ivo had to figure out a project with no definitions and really high stakes. And to tell you about it, I first have to explain what a head of integrations does exactly. Explaining this proved difficult. I actually had to call up my friend Katie, who happens to be really good at analogies, and ask her to come up with one for Eva's job, which she did. So imagine all these businesses want to bake cakes. Yeah. So Katie says, imagine a bunch of small bakeries. Let's say in a small town. These bakeries, these businesses, all have different kinds of customers who all have different kinds of needs. Some specialize in vegan cakes, and some serve keto as sugar-free diets. But they all have just one supplier. It's a small town, remember? They want to be able to have the freedom to bake the cakes they want to bake and choose their own ingredients, but they also want it to be very easy to choose these ingredients and to make all the ingredients work together. So basically, in this analogy, the cake ingredients are different kinds of technologies that one business might use to make up All of its entire service, what it offers to its customers, the cake. So when you're focused on integrations, you're thinking of, okay, how are these ingredients best standardized? How do they best work together? How do we make sure nothing goes wrong when you add them together? And how can we make the supply chain really easy so that businesses can find them, can search for them, and then it's very easy to get the ingredients to the right place to make beautiful cakes? Which brings us back to Evo, who is working on the standardization, not of cake ingredients, but of digital shopping technologies at a company called Commerce
1: Tools. Commerce Tools is a completely headless uh, API-based commerce platform. It's a big state machine, like it keeps the state of all shopping carts, of all interactions that are happening with the platform, and it makes those available to merchants in these smaller building blocks. You can use it to make things shoppable, and it can be anything. Voice type of commerce in a voice experience. So certain customers that we have use that as part of their in-car commerce experience. So in the car, right, you can actually pay for parking or get seat warmers or stuff like that.
0: So... Commerce Tools is creating a shoppable world, but in order to make a world shoppable, you need more than just one state machine. You need all the things that machine monitors, all the technologies that it actually takes to make something shoppable. And that's where partnerships come into play.
1: Technology partnerships are, I would say, crucial specifically for Commerce tools. Commerce tools provides a lot of capabilities out of the box, but there's a couple of things that we don't do. We're not certified to handle payment information, for example, right? You'll need a third party to actually handle the payment information and handle the transactions and making sure that money actually goes from the customer to the merchant.
0: Partnerships happen when different companies combine together to sell their services or tools as a bundle, as a cake-making bundle, for example. Or perhaps an in-car shopping experience bundle. So Commerce Tools had to build their own group of partners. And there was Evo at Ground Zero. And there was also Evo's boss.
2: My name is Kelly Gage, and I am Chief Product Officer of Commerce Tools.
0: Kelly hired Evo because the company really, really needed to sort out its partnerships program. You see, not having those cake ingredients all lined up and ready to go was having an effect on sales.
2: We've always needed an integration marketplace because at Commerce Tools, we're just one component of a larger ecosystem. So people will buy Commerce Tools, but they'll also need um, a CMS-like content stack. They'll need payments. They'll need an OMS. They may need search, depending on their requirements. And we've long seen the need to have a formal marketplace full of certified integrations that are supported.
0: And... Various important analyst companies, which are basically consulting bodies that tell businesses what commerce platform to buy, were also taking notice.
2: Forrester, Gartner, and IDC actually called out our lack of an integration marketplace as being a detractor for commerce tools, being a reason why you shouldn't buy commerce tools. It was always seen as a negative that we just didn't have this.
0: So... You're starting to see the picture. Commerce tools really had to get their integrations game into gear. They needed to create a bunch of partnership agreements with different technology companies, and then they had to put all of those technologies into a searchable database, something called an integrations marketplace. And it was pretty urgent. And of course they weren't starting with absolutely nothing, but it was kind of messy.
1: Yeah, so the, the the partnerships like like many partnerships, right? It all starts usually quite opportunistic in the sense like, hey, we are in the same sales cycle together, or we have a lead. You know, you bring in these other parties that you work with, and then you know suddenly you're a partner. But part of the growth that commercials has gone through is becoming a more enterprise system, right? And part of that is also building out an ecosystem around our technology, having the ecosystem where other companies or vendors, you know, built on top of your platform, where you basically have a joint interest that you're trying to, to build upon. I think that's incredibly important.
0: So at this point, Ivo's understanding of the task was basically, let's get some order and clarity in this partnership situation. I wanted to know, what was the formal ask from his boss, Kelly.
2: The brief to Eva was, hey, join us and you'll have full reign to build out an entire integrations marketplace and do it exactly the way you want to do it. Because we don't know what we're doing and we trust you that you know what you're doing.
0: So imagine this. Your brief is help. Your stakes are the fate of the entire company. Where on earth do you
1: start with that? It's the first I'd say a couple of months, it was hard for me to figure out, okay, what is actually expected of me? Because I'm used to coming into an organization and getting a way more clear kind of assignment. It took me a bit of time to figure out, okay, okay, so this is what people expect from me here.
0: And once he understood the parameters, there was actually something else. You see, this kind of task, getting a bunch of different elements of a technology partnership ecosystem to play nice together is not a task that can be done in isolation.
2: It touches every aspect of, of our company and our market and our partners. So he had to get approval from and buy-in from partners, from sales, from marketing, from our CEO, from our board, from, you know, you name it. And then he had to go around to all of the different ISVs that we partner with and ask them to contribute and then define policies, things like are the integrations supported? How easy should it be to use them? You know, there are a lot of issues there. And then there are legal contracts that had to be drafted with our lawyers and uh, get signed. And then there's also the relationship management side of the integrations. So it's not just writing some code or getting them to write some code, it's also we're partnering with companies and it's not just technology. It's also the relationships. It's the joint go-to-market. It's all of those things. And he stepped into that role as well, which is uh, something we've certainly appreciated at Commerce Tools.
0: So there's a project that's on fire and there's a million moving pieces and a million egos that have to be sorted out and involved.
1: Now, involving people is just a risk sometimes, I think. And that's, it's scary for sure.
0: For Ivo, the first step of pushing past that fear was realizing that his head was on the line. That's right. He took comfort in knowing that he was the final decision maker. Because no matter the chaos around him, he could dive into that chaos and instead of being buffeted around by it, he could shape it and create from it what he thought was best.
1: Right. And for me, the benefit of having the flexibility to do this the way I wanted to do and to really take into account this feedback without necessarily any major risks because I only had one thing to do in a way.
0: And that one thing was remembering why he was doing all of this in the first place.
1: Ultimately, we're all doing this for the customer, right? Like partnerships, like I mentioned before, are crucial for commercials because ultimately they will help our customers, but they also help us close business. And that's why I'm there, right? Like I'm there to help commerce tools grow and to make commerce tools more successful, and I think partnerships is a very important part of that. But ultimately, it's it's all for the customer. Our customer is incredibly important. Obviously, if they don't agree with what we're doing, they're not going to be a customer.
0: And so Evo dove into the chaos of creating this network of technology partners for commerce tools. And this was where he learned my favorite lesson that I dug out of our interview. He realized He wasn't that important. It turns out his job wasn't to fight through everyone else's opinions and ideas and single-mindedly pursue his own vision of what was best. His job was to be the guy that put everybody else's great work and ideas together.
1: Everybody knows the person who scored the goal in like a soccer match or something, right? But the assist is obviously just as important. I think, especially in the past for me, maybe my own ego or arrogance or something sometimes just got in the way with having a bit more of a supportive
2: role. Evo's one of very few people who have worked for me in the past, who I just know he's on top of it always. I don't have to manage him. He manages me. He tells me what to do. He's very good, both with technology, but also communication and asking for things that he needs and asking for my support when it's required and just the, I guess the softer side of technology.
1: I realize as well with what I'm doing that maybe I won't necessarily be the guy that builds the most cool, fancy integration. And in the end, I'm just listing it on the marketplace, right? It's a different perspective in a way that sometimes being more supportive is also valuable. Like You can't just all be the lead in the movie or something, right?
0: And in a way, that's the essence of partnerships. It's no one person or company being the star, but a bunch of companies supporting each other and everyone winning as a result. And Evo's work had great results. Not only did the integrations marketplace launch with huge success in early 2020, and not only are all metrics showing that customers are actively using the marketplace in their selection process of Commerce Tools, actually using it to decide whether or not they will buy Commerce Tools. Here's what Kelly had to say when I asked him, what would have happened if Evo had never joined Commerce Tools to begin with?
2: We wouldn't have been as widely adopted as a company because the marketplace makes it substantially easier to use our product. Because you can use our product as the anchor and then you can pull in these other third parties. And tangibly. We at Commerce Tools were just named a leader by Forrester, Gartner, and IDC. And in the case of Forrester and Gartner, we were right on the edge. And had we not had that integrations marketplace be such a key part of our product, I don't think we would have made it to leader. And being named a leader across all three is a really big deal. And I think that marketplace, had we not had it, we wouldn't have been named a leader. And there are a lot of benefits we've had as a company by being named leader.
1: The biggest lesson I've learned over time through probably a lot of hitting my head against the wall is, is to not take this all that personal. It makes work a lot easier if you don't take everything as personal because it's in most cases it's not, right? Like it's clearly not.
0: Thank you for listening to What Could Be Better from Content Stack. We'll see you next time.